Hi, and welcome in to A Positive Look. This is Tony McIntosh. Listen, I first of all, I've got to tell you, I am overwhelmed at the number of folks that have just uh, found the podcast and are uh, becoming a member of A Positive Look. It's fantastic. International, un- United Kingdom. Uh, we're getting into Eastern Europe now. Uh, folks liking the Facebook page. Uh, Also listening to the podcast, and and I really hope you get something out of it. Uh, All over the United States, uh, from Texas to New York, uh, Florida, all over the Southeast. And uh, it really is, it's it's a lot bigger than what I ever thought this could ever be. But I do appreciate it. And if you get something out of it, and you think someone else could uh, benefit as well, uh, pass it along to them. Let them hear it and let them be a part of it. And again, thank you very much for your support as we bring you the stories of uh, some really interesting people. This week on A Positive Look, you're going to meet an individual that, well, like any 16-year-old girl, wants to get her driver's license. And she gets her driver's license. She starts driving. She's got the classic VW Beetle, the bug. And she is on the top of the world and then diagnosed with glaucoma. Now, to some people, it might be a stopping point, but not from Maya Santamaria. Let me introduce you to Maya. Here's her story on A Positive Look. All right, welcome in. We are with uh, Maya Santamaria once again. And Maya, it's always uh, it's fun talking with you, and we could talk about a hundred million different things in a in a sitting. But let's talk about uh, what you do uh, here at the uh, uh, Center for uh, the Independent Living here in Rome, Georgia. And I want to know, know a little bit about your story too. First of all, how did you get involved with the uh, Center for Independent Living? Well, okay. Um... I literally walked by the center when it was first on Broad Street. We're back on Broad Street now. And I was just, I was curious. I had been going through a lot of changes with my vision. And I was just curious what they did. I walked in and said, hi, what do y'all do? And they told me and Christina, who's still here, she's assistant director, um, said, you know, we're having a peer support training. I think you'd be good. So. Here I am. Here you are, and now, <laughs> Fifteen now, years later. How about that? Now the Center for Independent Living, as, as you alluded to, the peer-to-peer uh, uh, help with each other. And mm-hmm. explain how that concept works here. Okay, all of us have disabilities here, Northwest Georgia Center for Independent Living, and um, that is peer support, peer mentoring, peer counseling, whatever you wish to call it is something that is very unique to us to be able to offer because it kind of takes having a disability to peer mentor somebody else who has one. Now we don't pair people who have the same disability. Like I might not necessarily be helping somebody who's blind, but even if I'm helping somebody who uses a wheelchair or doesn't hear well, anything uh, mental, emotional, cognitive disability, we've all experienced or are experiencing the same types of barriers in society and 
we've already here at the center we've kind of been there done that so we can pass our experience on so you're able to help others break down the barriers right oh and you know that leaves leads straight into advocacy mm -hmm. because it sometimes takes more than one person to break a barrier and we know how to teach people to advocate effectively right. as opposed to ineffectively and that's something we teach here and we work with individuals and systems advocacy well Maya tell us about you if you don't mind me asking Let, let's find get your story because um, I know it but I want you to tell everybody else uh, it is a um, it's an interesting story and it's it's one that I think uh, can be of encouragement to others so what happened to you when you were you got your driver's license? Uh, I believe you were had a, a Volkswagen Beetle. Was that I your? I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let, I had let's a little '68 bug. I received uh, I received a diagnosis of glaucoma, my driver's license, and my little '68 bug all in the same month, a month August, right before my senior high school year. Wow. And um, I just went ahead and. I drove anyway. I got the license after all, and I was a teenager, immortal. <laughs> and Goes hand in hand. Yeah. After about three years, I had three near wrecks in one week, mm. and a couple were like by inches. And I really, at that age, wasn't all that sure about God and my beliefs and everything, but I just threw up my hands and I said, okay, God, you got me? I quit. And uh, that's pretty amazing for a teenager to quit something like driving, but I did. Well, after you quit driving, though, you, did, you didn't quit on anything else. No, I was in college by then. Yeah. I went to Georgia Tech, graduated in uh, industrial management. Mm -hmm. um, and I, after I graduated, I worked. Uh, I've been married 37 years. Kids didn't happen, but we helped with our nephews. Right, right. Um, but my glaucoma has come in stages. Mm -hmm. You know, I I tell people I'm really lucky. It hasn't. It didn't hit me suddenly like some people I know. But it, it my disability has been gradual. I've been able to adjust, but I've usually wanted something that didn't exist yet. <laughs> So, mm -hmm. as as a, a tool or a technology or something. So, right. you know, I'm uh, being kind of a geek. I really enjoy the the advancements in that, and they allow me to do my job. They truly do. Nice. That and my sweet, wonderful guide dogs. There you go. There you go. Well, you know, to be able to to keep going, uh, especially as a as a young woman in college, and then having. Uh, your vision kind of go on you and stuff like that. What what did you do? What was your secret to keeping, I, I guess, just keeping your sanity, keeping your, you know, <laughs> all right, you know what, this is happening to me, but I got to keep going here because I got things to do. I mean, what did you, what was your secret? Well, let's see. I didn't like the alternative. I'm just not the kind of person who wants to sit around doing nothing. Mm -hmm. It's just always been in me. I mean, ever since a little kid, the only trouble I would get into is it's just, you know, wandering off to some new adventure right. without telling my parents, and then, whoa, I did get in trouble. <laughs> but uh, I was also, I, 
I'm blessed because I had a very supportive parents. They're past now. Uh, and some good friends. And I ended up with a great guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I've just always been the kind of person, if I want to do something, I figure out a way. And I accept there are some things that, you know, I probably won't do. And as everybody gets a little older, you have to kind of accept that there are some things you won't do. But um, you, pretty much if I want to do it, I'll do it. You know, I've ridden a mule down the Grand Canyon. Wow. I tandem bike. Um, horseback ride gosh I don't know lots of different crazy things well there's there's one thing in particular I want you to tell people about that I know you do that I think a lot of other people would be a little afraid of doing and that's standing up in front of a crowd and um, you're a comic (laughs) if you say so and (laughs) yeah Let's, um, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the other Maya. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it kind of balances out because yeah. the work we do here, serving people of all disabilities, mm-hmm. all ages, all over Northwest Georgia, is intense. Right. It really is, and yeah, to be on a kind of a, a sober moment for a second. Um, living with a disability, coping with it, and being immersed in an environment dealing with a lot of other people's disabilities, it I, I don't really know the right words, but an intense is as close as I can get at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I've always, I mean, I did some theater in college and in community theater, things like that. But I started realizing that some of the things that happened to me and to my friends who have disabilities are just, the only way you can cope is laugh, okay? Right. You know, it's like, my guide dog will lead me to a seat on the bus. And I sit down, and it's on some guy's lap. <laughs> I mean, you know, how can you, what are you going to do? So <laughs> I've, I've sort of developed a comedy routine. Oh, and um, some of it is geared directly to things about being blind, like like what I just said. Right. Some are just geared towards my, you know, anything else in the world. But of course, my hmm, quote vision of the world is is quote colored by my quote lack of vision. Right. Sounds really stupid. Um, well, no, I understand yeah. what you're talking about. And the other thing is to to go out and do comedy and do it with a bunch of great people. In Rome, can I name names? Absolutely. James Schroeder, Jeff Beard, Greg Hall, other great people. Mm -hmm. Uh, To be able to work with him, get up at night, and uh, go out at you know to somewhere at night. It's a good release for you. It does. It truly does. So I don't think it's another Maya, but I think it's just uh, one aspect. Yeah. Well, that's listen. Everybody needs a needs a, um, I'm not going to say an escape, but they need something else to uh, kind of release their work, no matter what they mm-hmm. do. It's a know? counterbalance. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, do you ever think that when you were a, uh, an older teenager, young adult, that had you just given up and just made the other alternative, how many people would be missing out on what you have to offer? I don't know. That I've ever thought of it yeah. that way. 
I just feel like there have been a lot of people in my life that have helped me mm -hmm. and set great examples and uh, I just want it to flow through me and help other people. I don't, I didn't, you know, Christina puts it well, she didn't know anybody else who was blind. I didn't either and we met and now we know lots of people who are blind. We know lots of people with all kinds of disabilities but you know if you're out there Christina said Helen Keller was her um, mentor mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of nice to actually know somebody you can come to and say how did you deal with that or right. you know man I feel like I'm grieving well yeah you are grieving there's a grief process to going through becoming disabled mm -hmm. or becoming more severely disabled mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not disabled we're not disabled we have disabilities right Right. And I don't even want to hear that. I don't want a label. I don't want anything. Just call me Maya. Or call in my Maya. comedy, call me Cat. Call you Cat. That's <laughs> right. That's right, Cat. It was on your yeah. card. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. Well, Maya, it, uh, you're an inspiration to a lot of people. You do a great job here. Well, and there's you have a, great... a lot of good people with you. I do. I, I'm, I'm not a hero. I'm not a victim. I wish I could remember the name of the comic who said it, that somebody else had told him, for a different reason, that he was an inspiration. He's like, well, I didn't mean to be. And, you know, seriously, I'm living my life. I mean, I, I'm, you, you know, you, what? You went to school, you got a job, family, whatever. That's what all of us want. That's what all any of us want. And I just... You know, find it's a different it's your way life. to do it. Find you, a different your life way to you do make it. it. And you make it work. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, Maya, thanks for being with us. And, and, and if people want to find out more about the Center for Independent Living, what can they do to find out that information and maybe uh, be a donor or help out or something? How can people yeah. get in touch? Okay. We have a phone. 706-314-0008. We are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We have a website, www.nwgacil.org. We're on 527 Broad Street in Rome, Georgia, right there, right on Broad Street. Great. And I appreciate this opportunity, oh. Tony. Thank you Thank so you. much. You're going to post your, your, your comic schedule too, right? So people come see you and <laughs> the rest of the gang. Well. <laughs> Go to the website for more information. No. Just call you directly here and say, hey, where are you performing? <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I mean, that's really separate from work. I can't exactly it post it on our Facebook. <laughs> no, um, no. But if you're interested, you can call. Yeah, and I'll tell you out. how to find out. That'd be great. All right, well, thanks. Maya, thank you so much. Again, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or maybe a subject matter, drop me an email at a positive look podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, continue keeping a positive look.